The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, how are you this morning? Yeah, sort of a stormy day and getting some rain that we have needed. We had a guest lined up and we uh, had them knock on the front door and they came in. And uh, then when it was time to start the show, I went to get them to bring them back to get on the air and wasn't anyone there. They were gone. (laughs) I guess it was, it could be a scary thing, I guess. Never been on before. Well, how are you? It's just you and me today. So let's have some fun. And we've had people call in already this morning on Swap and Shop and talk to some folks prior to that on the radio. Cliff was saying, I love this stormy weather. I love to hear the thunder. And I love the smell. Uh, yeah, it has a neat smell. The rain has a great smell to it. What are some of your favorite memories of rain and uh, This is just a a super day. We're going to talk about some things that you'd like to have accomplished in the community. We're in a time of change right now. Uh, Political season today and tomorrow, the last two days of early voting. So be sure and take advantage of that. If you vote, especially downtown, uh, they're open until 7 o'clock tonight. Now, tomorrow, the early voting uh, locations are open until noon. So take advantage of early voting. It's, uh, uh, there's a lot of interest in this election, a a lot of interest. And uh, I think you're gonna see some uh, big, you know, bigger than expected turnouts. So get out and take advantage of early voting. In the meantime, join us uh, in conversation. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Hello there. Good morning, is it Scott? It's Bart. How are you? I'm good. Um, I was needing. That's okay. Okay. You you have what did you say? I I didn't understand what you said. Uh, that I was looking for Scott. Okay, he is not here right now. He's off today. Okay, and sorry, can't help you on that. Uh, <laughs> We will talk. call back on Monday. He will be here Monday. All righty. You're listening to WGNS. Our number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. And as we mentioned, our guest uh, that was going to be with us today, something came up, I guess, at the last minute, and they are unable to be with us. 615-893-1450. We're talking about uh, things that uh, you have enjoyed in life. Also, we want to mention this. This is something that we can do for you. And that is if there are some things that you have noticed that need improving, give us a shout. I will make it a point to write everything down and get this to the proper person in our city or county government who can do something about it, whatever your concerns are. We haven't done a show like that one in a while, so oh, we can we can add this to our variety of items that we're talk, uh, talking about this morning. 
615-893-1450. Maybe there's a pothole somewhere. And, and just a, as an example of how you and your ideas, when you see them in other places, I remember a good while back we had people mentioning we wish we had some of these caution lights that where you come to a, a traffic signal and there was nobody coming in the lane of traffic toward you, but you didn't have a turn signal, so you couldn't turn left. In fact, you had a red light, uh, but green only for straight through. There are several locations like that. Uh, and, and you'd said, we've seen those in other states. Why don't we have one in Murfreesboro? There are some places that that would work. And we got a lot of people say, well, no, it, was, it doesn't go along with the laws and this or that. Uh, so they're trying it now. Uh, one or two of these traffic signals here in Murfreesboro have the yellow flashing left-hand turn uh, caution light. Instead of it being, uh, you know, red, uh, it's flashing yellow, which means if there's nobody coming toward you, sure, you can, you can go on. No sense in just sitting there and wasting your time. So, you see, things like that work. And we've had people calling with concerns over potholes uh, or anything of that sort. Call us. Uh, let us know where those are. Or maybe shrubs that have grown out into the street and make it difficult to see to pull out into the oncoming traffic. If you don't tell us about those things, they oftentimes are just simply overlooked. So. Uh, give us a call on those items. Now, here's something that is always fascinating, and I I don't really recall ever seeing it, but I hear a lot about it, and that is the uh, tunnels and things of that sort that went from Oakland's mansion to downtown. Everybody's always discovering, hey, I found a tunnel, but, but it doesn't uh, ever seem to work out into to anything concrete. Uh, so if you've found some, call us. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? I'll be all right. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Love your show. Thank you. Hey, I was just going to say, I think America totally everywhere needs to manufacture everything again and not just parasitic ones on our tax dollars. Amen on that. <laughs> And that should be pushed more than a pothole, traffic light, more police, because if we took care of the criminals, get them off the streets, yeah. we'd be fine with the police we have. So <laughs> that's my soapbox speech for this morning. I vote for you. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> well, you know, that is so true. Uh, we used to live at a time when it was safe to be outdoors, safe to leave your houses unlocked. I'm not promoting that we go back to leaving the houses unlocked, but uh, it was a nice feeling. It was, it was, people had a whole different attitude, I think, back then. Yeah, well, they didn't say criminals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've heard stories, and we've had Gloria Christie on the radio, and she has told us things, and the first time I heard them, I thought, I've never heard of anything like that. Uh, evidently, in the 30s and 40s, people would come downtown on a Friday or Saturday night to talk with each other. Just, I mean, they didn't have TV or anything of that sort. So they'd get to town and they'd just stroll around and talk with each other. And when they wanted to have a good, long conversation, 
Have you heard this? They would just get in the car, sit and talk with friends uh, sitting in the car. And I thought, well, that's so nice. And then she said, but it was not their car. It was just a car parked on the square. And each person said, well, that's fine. Just sit in it and talk with friends. So I, I can't see that today, but I think that's a great feeling, uh, an openness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we um, like persecute people that are pro-American or America and St. Criminals. It's sort of interesting. Mm-hmm. Very definitely. Yeah. Well, we do thank you for sharing that with us this morning. Well, thanks for taking my call. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. So getting back to kinder and more gentler times, times when uh, we would buy local, buy American, pro-American. Yeah. Then we started selling factories and what have you, moving them other places to other countries. And now (laughs) we wish we had some of those. If we had our own factories We would not have the shortage of the computer chips that have stopped virtually every part of the part of the problems with uh, this supply chain is with computer chips. Do you know that Uh, they are used in virtually everything, uh, not just automobiles. Uh, It's making them hard to get, but so many other things, too. So we don't make our own computer chips. We don't make. Don't make our own lots of things. So uh, getting back to those times when we made our own and it was important to buy American. What are your thoughts on that? If you want to add to that, 615-893-1450. And I remember on another program when we were talking about the tunnels under the town and people would always talk about that tunnel that went from Oakland's mansion to downtown, never knew where it went to downtown. People said, well, it went to where the old post office was. It went to, which is now the Center for the Arts. They haven't found that, but they've still heard rumors of that. The other day, and I won't mention which church this was, but one of the downtown churches this week, I mean, we're not talking about last year, this week, one of the local churches had a sinkhole pop up in their driveway. Yeah, here in Murfreesboro. And they started looking at that sinkhole, and it was opening up enough to sort of get your head in and have a flashlight, and they would shine it around, and they found brick walls. There was no brick wall around there. I mean, it was not a building. It was a parking lot. A wide open space, but they saw a brick wall, and uh, it, and there was a, a corridor wide enough to have been, you know, an underground thing. Have you heard of things like that? What are your thoughts on that? Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you? Hey Bart, this is Gabriel Fincher. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Gabriel. How are you? <laughs> I'm. Uh about to go uh, teach at Rockville. Well, not teach, but it's our, my first day there, so that we got Rockville 101. All right. But I wanted to call in and remind everybody about the tax-free holiday this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's so important. And tell us, what does that cover? 
Uh, it'll cover all your school supplies, and then it also uh, covers computers and uh, some, uh, like, uh, your, um, what are they, the tablets and iPads, things of that nature. And it also has uh, clothes and shoes up to a certain amount. Now, do these have to be for school students, or can it be for just anybody? For anybody. Oh, okay. you know, I mean, it, right. it's meant for students, of course, but for, you know, it's... Normally, a lot of people go out and do their own shopping as well. Yeah, so today through Sunday. That's right. No taxes on clothing. Uh, I think it's, it's clothing items, $100 or less. Computers, $1,500 or less. And um, there's something else in there. What is the other thing? Uh, art supplies. Yes, yeah. Okay. All right, Gabriel, thank yeah. you, and good luck on the first day of school there. Oh, thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Good point there. Today and uh, through Sunday is uh, taking advantage of the tax-free holiday. And I tell you, we'll talk more about that in a second. Good morning. You're on WGNS. Good morning, Bart. Hey, this good morning. This is Marty Laughman. Hey, Marty, it's good to hear you. I've been thinking about you. Well, I appreciate that. I hope you dropped a prayer or two every once in a while. Well, you are definitely in our prayers. And I, I, we need to hear this today. What is the weather like there in Smyrna this morning? Oh, my gosh. Smyrna, it's about 70 degrees. The sun's shining with a few clouds, slight breeze blowing through. A perfect day to go out shopping. Yeah. It, and take advantage of this tax-free stuff. Pretty much that way always, isn't it? Yeah. I was listening to your other caller a while ago, and... Uh, he mentioned tax-free and everything, but um, I would like to encourage people to shop as local as they could. Oh, with, yes. Uh, with their um, uh, hometown people. There's a lot of places you can shop in Rutherford County where you don't have to go to uh, the big name brands. Mm-hmm. And here's something, too, that they haven't talked that much about. Uh, of course, the uh, tax-free weekend on clothing, computers, things of that sort is this weekend, uh, but also coming up with August, which is Monday. <laughs> Can you believe? Where did the rest of the year no, go? No, I can't believe it. Uh, but the, the uh, they're doing a, another tax-free thing for the entire month of August uh, on, I believe it's uh, uh, groceries. Let me, let me see if I can find that information here. That's my understanding, too. Yeah, and it's 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 groceries, uh, and I think their wording is non-prepared food. Because I was thinking, well, what's the difference in groceries and food from a restaurant? And that's, that's it. If, if it's a prepared food that you can get in a grocery or in a restaurant, that's not included. But it's, uh, it's just grocery items. Uh, well, when it says... Non-prepared food. Are they talking about like the deli where you buy cakes? Yeah, I think that's yeah that's that would be already prepared for you. So I'm I'm sure there's a it's just a way to keep it from being. But goodness knows the restaurants they need a a pat on the back too. Uh, Maybe maybe the general assembly can work it out where the restaurants can have a a period of time for no taxes on those too. Well, it would be nice, but people are going to eat out. Yeah. You know that. You go to any restaurant in the borough, Smyrna, 
and they're always going to be full. What's your favorite restaurant there in Smyrna? Oh, I like uh, Bella Vista. Okay. I, I don't know if you've tried Bella Vista or not, but um, I love that place. They make the best sandwiches. Ooh, that sounds uh, good. They, they have all kinds of um, condiments to go with it, and they have a fruit tea to go with it. it it's up there close to the uh, movie theater. That little oh, yeah, yeah, okay, up in that shopping center area off Sam Ridley. Yeah, we eat up there quite a bit. We we, we eat out probably once a week, uh -huh. and um, that's one of the ones we try. That's for lunch, okay? And then um, I like breaking bread a whole lot. So a lot of uh, good places to eat around here. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um that's what I'd like to encourage people to do. You're probably not going to get a tax break on restaurants, but anything else, I'd like to see them stay in Smyrna first and then Murphy's for a second. Shop at home. Shop with them. And a lot of people who grew up somewhere else, they don't teach that. They don't encourage that in other places. Uh, but it's so important. that that's what That money stays at home. I mean, you can you can go across the county line into Davidson or Williamson or Wilson County and shop. And when you do that, you don't stop and think about it. But whatever you bought, those sales taxes come back to that county and go to build the schools better. It goes to maintain the roads. So when you're shopping outside of Rutherford County, you're helping their schools, their roads, uh, and we need to we need to help our own. That's exactly right. We need it as much as anyone. How are you feeling, by the way? Uh, you're you're a man about town, very much involved in history, very much involved in the economy of the community. And you had a a motor, uh, not a motorcycle, but a Corvette accident. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was it, about a year ago? It's been about a year and a half now. Year and a half, okay. <laughs> Time goes by pretty fast. <coughs> so I'm improving. Actually, I made a milestone the other day. Um, it doesn't sound like a lot of people, but I was able to lift my legs, put them on the side of the bed, and actually sit up by myself. Wow. Way and that's the first time I've been able to do that. See, now, this guy is a fighter. He will not take no for an answer, just like he's calling in and encourage you to shop local. He does these things to himself. He says, no matter what they tell me I can do, I will do it and do it right. And I'm proud of well, you. I will tell you this part, uh, and, and it's not, I don't know, but... And he came to such a family. He knows that God's with me. That's the thing. You know, I know because we have prayer groups come over here to the house, but one of the physical therapists was reading the notes from the hospital when I was, uh, I'm not going to mention which hospital, but they, they were reading the notes to me, and she stopped and, and said uh, she couldn't really talk. And I said, no, I want you to read that. Read it out loud to me. And she read it and it said, do not do any follow-ups on him. We think he's going to die. Hmm. Hmm. And they, you were proving them wrong. 
There is a determination, a determination. And I think think God is for anybody who is determined to do their best because your determination, people are noticing it. And there are other people who come along with, with mountains to climb and you're showing them, don't take somebody else's word who says it's going to be a hard job for you or you're not going to make it. Don't take that word. Move forward. You can do it. You really, you really have to have an attitude, and you have to have God in your life. Because if you don't have those two, you're not going to make it. You're right. Especially, I mean, at one time they gave, they gave me like two weeks to live. The doctor even told me that. Said if we can keep you alive two more weeks, you know, we're going, we'll, we'll whip this. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. I went into depositions the other day and. I felt actually felt sorry for the kid that hit me. I really did. But Mark, I, I'm not going to say he was text messaging anybody, but to come as far over into my lane as he did and have me in the grass after he hit me, he was not looking. Right. Doing so, something else. I so, think he, his mind was somewhere else. And, <clears throat> but I just want to tell people, you know, you got to be careful with this text messaging. Oh, yeah. You, you got to be careful with there. If you Unless you have a hands-free telephone. Um, you know, my Corvette, I had hands-free put in that where if I did get a, um, a text message, it showed up on the radio screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I didn't have to do anything, which was nice. But I, I just want to tell the young people, especially, you, you don't you don't want to go through your life <clears throat> excuse me, thinking about what you possibly could do to somebody else's life. That kid that hit me was only 27 years old. Do you all communicate with each other? Has he come to say anything or see you? No, he, he can't tell me anything legally. He can't visit with me. Uh, I'm sure his attorneys would be greatly upset if he did do that. Um, but he did look. And I know he was coached on what to say in depositions uh, uh, earlier, but I just felt sorry for the kid. I really did. He, he's going to have to carry this for a long time. Well, I but, tell you, uh, you are uh, an inspiration to all of us. And again, if if you ever have a mountain you have to climb and somebody says you cannot do it, you tell them, like Marty, I'm going to do it. So, Marty, okay. thank you for continuing to fight and show us it can be done. Well, I was going to ask you, did I hear you talking about uh, underground caves? Yeah, well, caves, caverns. Uh, of course, this area, you know, if you're new to the area, a lot of people don't realize this is one of the most cavernous regions of the nation. The whole This area, uh, and people will say, well, I thought uh, Kentucky, Bowling Green, that area, Mammoth Cave, I uh, thought that was the big cave area. Well, we're, we're the same geography. We're not that far away. 
Well, you're right, and we do have an abundance of caves and tunnels, and a lot of them were used during the Civil War here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of them in particular that comes to mind for me is uh, when you're going out Murfreesboro Road, when you're going north, and you're getting almost to Hobson Pike or Hickory Boulevard intersection, Mm -hmm. there's a, a business where they sell mulch and flowers and trees and stuff on the right. Mm hmm and he's got a cave in his backyard, and that cave is tall enough where a man could lead a horse all the way over to the Stones River. Wow. Under the ground, underground. Underground. Phenomenal. Well, now here there's one behind where the old Coca-Cola plant used to be here in Murfreesboro. Yes, sir, big, I've heard big, about that one, too. Yeah. I've never been in that one. I have not either. But it, I heard it's pretty special. Yeah. I tell you, that, that's fascinating. That is fascinating to hear that. No, and I, I don't know. Um, I've never been in any of these others, but I, I know that uh, one man lives in an old home in East Nashville on Fatherland Street, and he was down in the basement working, and he found a fake wall in his basement, opened it up, and there was a tunnel, and it carried him all the way down to the Cumberland River. Wow. Well, it's like this uh, church here in town this this last week. Uh, a, a pothole opened up in their driveway, their parking lot, uh, yeah. and the, they it was big enough that opened. They could stick their head in, and there was a brick wall, and they could see space and things of that sort. Right. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah. Well, Marty, we do thank you for joining us this morning. We want to grab some other folks calling in, but we do thank you, and keep in touch with us. Okay, let's talk about the new museum of the fiction that we open pretty soon. Okay, well, call us back and we'll do that. All right, take care. It's good talking to you. Have a good weekend. You too, Marty. Take care. And that was Marty Luffman. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? Doing fine. Thank you for listening. You bet. Always great to hear Marty and love your show, Bart. Thank you. you know, Marty is an encouragement to us all. Absolutely. What did you want to add this morning? Well, you know, I just wanted to let people know about there's a group of men. Um, there's about 100 local men uh -huh. that have met over um, on, on Saturday mornings tomorrow at 7.30 at the um, Hope Fellowship Church, and it's just a great place to be encouraged. We've been hearing a great series on uh, an upcoming book called Life Begins at Surrender, so it's a great chance for men to come together and um, fellowship and prayer and learn more about you know their Lord and develop some friendships. This has been really great. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to that, and if anybody was listening, wanted to be encouraged tomorrow morning at 7.30 at Hope Fellowship Church, which is on Lee Victory Parkway. It's 1429 Lee Victory Parkway. Okay, and that would be in Smyrna, 730 in the morning. 730 in the morning, free breakfast. Oh, <laughs> well, you didn't say that earlier, <laughs> free breakfast. <laughs> Everybody's well, yeah. perking up. <laughs> well, last week we had 26 men there from the community you know, having a great time, and we always, you know, we land the plane at nine o'clock so it's always goes from seven thirty to nine and um people it, it's a lot of great um people from the community there and it's a great place to be encouraged very good Seven thirty in the morning 
at Hope Fellowship, mm -hmm. and that's on Victory Parkway. That's on Victory Parkway. Okay, 7.30 tomorrow morning. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. You thank have a good you. day. Bart, you have a good day, too. Thank you. Talk to you. Bye-bye. Our number is 615-893-1450. And uh, we will be back in just a moment. Right now, though, let's check on the traffic and weather. See what's happening out there. Well, I can tell you, it's wet out there. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume out here on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. THB's been out here working this crash for about 15, 20 minutes on 24 westbound. It's going to be near Joby Jackson. It's got traffic pretty slow through this section of Rutherford County. The Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the upper 80s. Northwest winds are on 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 73. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. We have this Habitat for Humanity Hammerdown Poker Run, and it originally was for just motorcycles, then we added cars. Now the 14th annual Hammerdown for Habitat also includes a marathon relay run. It is 26.2 miles. The entire event is all on Saturday morning, September the 17th. Register no, now. No, no, Get no. with Habitat for Humanity. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. We are very blessed to have volunteers, to have friends that are decorators that come in and merchandise our store and do our window displays that help with linens, that help with jewelry, that help just make the store look really nice. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building. I'm Ann Kimmel and I'd like to tell you about Adam's Place. People are very friendly. I play cards almost every day. There's music, movies. Adam's Place makes it really, really easy. You don't have to cook. You don't have to clean your apartment. You can do whatever you want to do. There's somebody to take you places. I love Adam's Place. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adam's Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Hi, I'm Mary Catherine Fancher. I'm going to be a kindergartner at Rockville Elementary. My daddy is running for State House. He loves God. He's a teacher, and he's a good daddy. When you go vote, vote for my daddy, Gabriel Fancher. I'm Mary Catherine, and I approve this message. I'm Gabriel Fancher, and I, too, approve this message. Paid for by the friends of Gabriel Fancher, Rick Sane Treasure. From the tallest tower in the city limits of Murfreesboro to every radio in the land, WGNS AM FM is everywhere you need us to be. Welcome back. Our phone number, if you want to join us, 615-893-1450. 
And the young lady who was going to be with us this morning is with us now. Erica Honeycutt is with us on the telephone. And what we didn't know about when this was set up was sometimes uh, stairs are a mountain that is difficult to climb. And we do have stairs here. Uh, but we, neither one of us uh, knew, knew that that was a, uh, an issue. Erica, welcome in. Good to hear you this morning. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Tell us about your uh, autoimmune system disease. And I think autoimmune diseases, everybody's thinking about those these days, especially in the light of the coronavirus and things of that sort. But yes. uh, in 2015, you were diagnosed with a very unusual autoimmune disease. Tell us what that is and why it is different from others. Well, that is correct. Well, my um, autoimmune disease, it's called nonspecific interstitial pneumonia, uh, known as NSIP, and it's very rare, um, and it's basically my immune system is overactive, and it's attacking my lungs. So, um, and I came down with this um, at 26 years old. And prior to that, everything was normal? You didn't have any breathing problems? No lungs? Correct. I was perfectly healthy. Um, You know, I was healthy as a child growing up. You know, I never had any health problems. And that's what was so strange about it because, you know, um, I've always been healthy. And um, I I started having trouble breathing, um, just going to the mailbox and uh, going to just pick up groceries, just, you know, little things that, you know, everyday things. And I just felt it just became more and more just of a struggle. And so I was thinking that um, I was coming down with a cold or, or bronchitis. I never felt like or, or I never thought in a million years it was um, this monster of a of a disease brewing uh, inside of me, you know, you don't think anything um, bad is happening to you um, at 26 years old, you know, especially. So, yeah, but it ended up being this uh, autoimmune lung disease that I came down with. And what made you go to to the doctor? What what was the final thing, the the thing that broke the the whole thing open, and you said, "I've got to do something about this." So, when it was back in, I believe it was like 2015, yeah, in 2014, the end of 2014 or, or the beginning of 2015, that's when it was. Um, we had a kind of snow, icy weather, and so I went to scrape off my car to get ready to go to work and almost passed out. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I drove myself to the ER, and I almost passed out from just not being able to breathe. Um, and a CT scan was done, and I had all these scars on my lungs. And I've never smoked, um, any, nothing like that. And so, um, you know, when I saw my lungs, they looked like, it honestly looked like Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. They were very, very messed up. Um, and so that's when the ball started rolling um, you know, what's going on with her. And so, um, I had a lung biopsy at Vanderbilt 
in uh, Vanderbilt Medical Center in Nashville, and that's when they diagnosed me with the rare um, autoimmune disease, uh, lung autoimmune disease, uh, nonspecific interstitial pneumonia, and it's um, nonspecific because it doesn't even have a name. They don't even know, you know, so it's really why rare. it's happening. Really yes. So what is the future for this? Is there a, a treatment for it, or what is it? So right now um, I'm on a lot of medicines that require my, that suppress my immune system. Um, but basically if the inflammation in my lungs can't be controlled um it causes them to scar and so if things get worse then lung transplant double lung transplant will be um how this will be treated in the future for me oh my goodness uh, yes. with this rare autoimmune disease and you're about the third person i have talked with who have had a rare disease here in this area uh, huh. in the past six months or so. So oh, wow. is there, are we just able to diagnose these things better or is there something new? Did your doctors, have they given you any indication? How did this happen? They honestly, they just don't know. Um, and I mean, I hate to, you know, say that but I mean it, it's true they they don't really know what caused um, this rare disease mm-hmm. um, you know there's it could be a number of things but there's just not one thing that just pinpoints you know why this happened um, from what I was told if autoimmune diseases uh, if they are going to happen they happen um, sort of in your late 20s, uh, that's when they first are triggered, and it's like something wakes them up. Um, they're dormant, and then, you know, something may, you know, something wakes them up. So we just don't know. You always hear about early detection being important, but right. when, when they don't know anything about the disease and they don't know how to treat it anyway, have right. they indicated, well, if you'd come to us earlier, we could have done more or is, you know, it doesn't matter or does it matter when you came to them? Well, they haven't, they've, you know, that's a really good question, but um, they haven't really indicated whether that would have helped or, you know, uh, the outcome of things or not. Um, But I do urge young people to go to the doctor. Um, If they feel sick, don't let things linger. Um, because a lot of times when you're young, you feel very invincible, um, you know, you're in, especially in your 20s. And so you just never know what could be happening sure. uh, inside your body. So, you know, always check on yourself and, you know, make, go, to your, go to your doctor if, you're, if you feel sick in any way. Because you just don't never, you know, you just never know. And with these rare diseases, uh, as you indicated, it's in your early 20s that they sometimes uh, show themselves. Your late 20s. Your late, late 20s. 20s. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're not expecting diseases. Right. Right. 
And so right. did you come up with every excuse in the world not to do anything about it at first and then finally just were forced to make a decision, go to the doctor? Well, it was like, you know, I I was thinking, well, it may be bronchitis, as I said in the beginning, or it could be a, I'm coming down with a cold, um, or it could just be I'm just overly tired. Um, I had recently just moved. My husband had just got out of the military. I had just started a new job. So, you know, I... I was just thinking it could be a number of things, and you you just don't think that it is something this severe that's going on inside of you, you know. And so, um, yeah, like I just there was a number of things, and I even went to a Walgreens um, walk-in clinic and was given an abuterol inhaler because uh, I was thinking, okay, well maybe I'm coming down with asthma, and then it was when I almost passed out that really I just was like, okay, I'm going on to the ER. I'm going on to the doctor to see what's going on. So you you mentioned you're having a hard time with steps. Uh, do you have yes. difficulty with other uh, things that would be a normal routine for people? Yes. Um, well, you know, stairs are just really hard for me. Um, you know, um, and just walking long distances are very hard for me. Um, and, you know, I have to stay as active as possible because when I stop being active, um, especially when COVID hit, I was um, not as active as I normally was. So, you know, I'm in the process of trying to, to regain my strength um, in my lungs. Because when you stop being active, it's kind of like it's so hard to to get started back, um, you know, especially when you have a lung disease. So, yeah, it's um, it's been it's it's a struggle sometimes. It, I mean, it's it's hard. So let's say somebody is listening right now who has noticed a difference in their life. They're having a shortness of breath or they have some other indication that things are a little different and they're not quite right, but it's not so bad that you're having a difficult time, what would you recommend that they do? I would recommend that they don't just, you know, they don't let it linger. That they, if you have an inkling that something is wrong or something's not quite right, um... You know, go with your gut. Um, what's it gonna? It won't. I mean, what's it gonna hurt to to go and get checked out? Um, you know, I'd rather know that I'm okay than um, you know not be. You know what I mean? Right. So check it out. Don't just put it off. I mean, right. We're all guilty of doing that. I don't know why we're always wanting to. Put it off and see what happens. Well, I think that what happens is that so many people have so much going on in their lives, and, um, you know, we often put ourselves on the back burner, but we can't do that, um, you know, because, you know, we, we, need to, we need to, you know, understand that we're, we're just as important as everything 
you know, we're more than important than than everything else that we have going on in our lives. We have to take care of ourselves. Very definitely. Erica, we are out of time, and I do thank you for sharing your story today. I'm sorry you had a challenge there with our steps, but I can understand that. But I'm glad that uh, you were able to share your story, and mainly because somebody may be listening today who's having a challenge, and they're putting up, coming up with every reason in the world not to go to the doctor. Do as Erica suggests. Go yes. to the doctor. Yes, and... um. If you don't mind, can I say just two more things, if you don't mind? Sure, sure. I also wanted to mention that I wrote a book called Breathless, My NSIP Story, and it's actually published on Amazon right now, and it actually tells my story um, more in detail. So if anyone's out there wanting to, to know my story more in detail, it is on Amazon. And then also I have a podcast called The Silent Battle, and it airs. Um, every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. And it's on Spotify. So I just wanted to mention those two things before we before we got off. Very good. Erica Honeycutt, our guest this morning. Thank you for joining us.